Agency Click presents Everything Film with Film Robot. You got it on BNN Bloomberg, 1410 AM, 103.5 FM, HD3. You can also stream us through Spotify at Agency Click. Joe Leary, Patrick Shelton from the studios or the offices of Agency Click in downtown Vancouver. And uh, we have someone who's gone through Agency Click. Now, we often talk about this organization where casting directors from all over look for people from all over doing whatever, and Agency Click is really innovative and leading the way in that, t- in that area. Yeah, we, we really are, and th- that's why we wanted to have Raj on. And, um, you know, by the way, hello, Raj. How hello, are you? Well, I was hello, about to I'm introduce him. He's <laughs> Raj Lal. I was trying to do a Thank preset you. here. Uh, <laughs> well, no, but that, you know, no, no. But Actually, it's great let's, let's, let's do that again. Let's do that again. Let's do that again. That's, what I, that's where I was going. I was wanted to talk about, do a little bit about Agency Click, and then we introduce Raj. Okay. Agency Click presents Everything Film with Film Robot, broadcasting on BNN Bloomberg 1410 AM, also 103.5 FM HD3, and you can go to Agency Click through Spotify and listen to previous episodes of the program. I'm Joe Leary, along with Patrick Shelton from Agency Click and Film Robot. Broadcasting actually from the offices of, of Film Robot downtown. So Agency Click is where the casting folks go to find people from all over for whatever, and it really is an industry leader. Oh, absolutely. There's 19,000 performers right. counted today, and when I say 19,000 performers, people think that's a bit, but that's working people right now. So if you realize that, like, say there's 2021 productions going on in Vancouver, there's 19,000 people working and I mean this is pretty much a fact they're not you know taking a vacation for two months or you know if you're in that database you're working so I I, I, I still think that's a huge number it's a massive Vancouver. number it's a massive people, number yeah and a great accomplishment and we brought an alumni of agency click to the program <laughs> today his name is Raj Lal and uh, this is home territory for you it is it is yes I've been uh, Vancouver based for my entire career so it's uh, it's great to be here thank you guys for having me also. It's great to great uh, to have you. Pleasure to meet you guys. And um, yes, uh, I've been I've been part of Agency Click for a little over I think eight to ten years now. Okay. Wow. And um, what a great great platform. You know, um, you can update uh, update your pictures. You can create an entire profile, and um, and that's what your agent's going to work with, and we'll submit your 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 entire platform to casting directors and you can just sort of hop onto different shows and, and uh, go about from there. And hopped onto different shows you have done. Uh, mm-hmm. I was looking at your resume. It's, it's pretty extensive and Thank incorporates you. both film and television commercials. Um, what Go back in time, Raj. <laughs> when did you decide, dang, this is something I want to do? Well, that's, it, it's been a while. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been chasing... I, I, most often my friends hear this term of me saying I'm ch- sort of chasing my childhood dream. And uh, when I was a little boy, I, I absolutely love music and I love theater and I love performing. And it sort of started in elementary school. You know, I was probably grade three, grade four when I first met my very first drama teacher, um, Leslie, and she was incredible. I still, I still talk to her too, which was incredible. And I know her family really well. And then as you sort of progress through the drama productions in elementary school and then you get into high school and you start um, studying a little bit more theater, there was always this want to try to do a little bit more. You know, there was always this sort of this itch in the back of my mind. And um, it's sort of, what's funny is it sort of started with a, a show that I was watching on in high school. And uh, it, I'm sure you guys have heard of Smallville. 
mm-hmm. and everyone's got this one show that they absolutely loved when they were growing up and for me it was smallville you know i i just loved the story of superman i loved the story of every all, everyone on that show and through the grapevine i heard that that show was filming in vancouver and i was probably in grade 11 grade 12 at that time when that show probably first mm-hmm, started mm-hmm. and i said i want to do that i want to be that guy um and so I started taking it a little bit more seriously and then started training and um, and then we sort of progressed to where we are here today, you know. Um, everyone's got goals and dreams and you start chipping away at it, you start training and you start meeting new people and you start working with uh, different different people and then here we are, you know. Fast forward, uh, I think I'm past 15 years. I don't really know how long it's been now, but here we are. The fact of the matter is, uh, it's it's one of those industries that I, it, there's an attention factor, an attraction factor, I certainly get. But there's a number of steps you have to take in order to get to where you want to be. It's mm-hmm. no different than watching a hockey game as a kid. Well, in order to even possibly play that game, you got to learn how to skate, and you got to sort of work your way up th- through the ranks. Was your was your progress? Was it rapid? Was it slow and methodical? Was it deliberate, or was it I'm just going to take anything I can get until I you know land something that that really matters to me? Well, this is a fantastic question. You know, for some some people in this industry, it can happen very quickly. You know, you you could you could be a childhood star. You could you could be a reoccurring dad on a television series. You could be um, like the Who's that girl? Uh, the Canadian Tire rep or, you know, um, someone from A&W. You could be that person where you're signed on to 10 years of work from one audition and you don't even realize it. Um, but the reality of it is, is that doesn't generally happen quite often, right? For myself, it was a lot of little steps, a lot of baby baby steps, right? So um, for my career, I started in commercials, you know, commercial film, television, theater, had a big theater background when I first started. Um, and progressively, you know, you sort of, you have these little baby steps. And as you start um, taking these little steps up up the ladder, more doors start opening, so to speak. You know, it sounds kind of cliche, but for me, you know, I started with these sort of smaller SOC roles. I started becoming a little bit more comfortable in front of the camera, started to become more comfortable with people. Um, and then slowly, and I was like, you know what? think I can do this you know and then you start doing the smaller actor roles and you start stepping up into you know the 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 larger principles and the supports and and hopefully get into the the leads you know someday you know that'd be that's a great goal Mm -hmm. Um, but that's generally the progression for some some of the talent in in Vancouver you know and it's it's a great place there's a tremendous (laughs) amount of talent here right so that was sort of my story there's there there's there was a documentary about you're that guy in that thing. Did you ever happen to see that? Did no, you ever see that? I have no. seen that. I have it's seen a, that. It, what, yeah. it, what it's about, it's about people that always are just showing up in shows, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've seen some on set and you go, oh, oh, I know that person. Yes, yes. But you don't know their name. Exactly. So it's like one stage of actor. Like I'm on sure. all the time. Sure. And they literally said that they were approached in the street, Joe. Oh, you're that guy in that thing. But they didn't know who they are. Mm-hmm. So they're just called that guy. Yeah, you know, I've been in ten episodes of this and five episodes of that. You're like you're Brandon and Skip the Dishes. You're, <laughs> you're that, that guy. you're that guy <laughs> in that thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's successful. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, how have you progressed uh, through the years then? Uh, because again, I think it's a business where really the more people you get to know, the more people get to know you and realize that you know he's easy to work with or he's a little bit difficult or whatever. Sure, that only builds your your brand. Absolutely, absolutely. You know the 
the professionalism is, is really important in this industry. You know, I, I try to be as professional and be as early and be as punctual as you possibly can and really put in that effort, whether it's it's from the audition room or whether it's doing background on a, on a film set, whether you're doing, um, you know, from, from the many different departments on set, whether you're uh, a performer, doesn't matter. You know, professionalism is very high in my, in my books, you know, um, uh, sorry, I sort of lost my train of thought there. Um, no, I was just saying that it's one of those businesses where the more people you know, the more people that can benefit from, you know, know your relationship. It's a relationship business, mm-hmm. clearly. And, mm-hmm. and relationships can either be wonderful or they could be horrible. Sure. So obviously it's important. I mean, the one thing I learned, I did TV weather for a number of years, and the one thing I learned was always be good to the crew. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not nice to the crew, oh, yeah. they're the ones that control the shot or whatever. Sure, they may not be nice to you. And and again, I don't. I, I'm a nice guy, I think. Mm-hmm. But it really behooves you to make sure that you know you treat everybody equally and everybody with respect. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it makes for an easier day whether you're on set or where, whatever department you're in, whether you're going into casting directors or whether you're going on set. Um, you know, you really need to be polite and treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, it doesn't really have, you don't really have a spot for egos or, or that sort of behavior, you know, cause they'll treat you really well. We're talking with Raj Lal. This is everything film on BNN Bloomberg 1410. Well, also 103 FM HD three, you 103.5 FM HD three. You mentioned you're that guy from that thing. So your resume has a lot of those kind of roles there. So tell us some of the things that you've done that somebody might go, Oh <laughs> no, I, I know that guy from that thing. Wow, you know it's it's uh, it's been a long time. You know, it's uh, there's a, a few substantial credits in there that really uh, mean a lot to me, and uh, some people may have recognized me from. I mean, we were just talking with your previous guest here about Flash. Um, I was on season two, season three, and season four of Flash as three different characters, um, which is sort of unheard of. You know, I've played a scientist on season two. I've played a uh, a person getting choked out for a stunt sequence in season. <laughs> three and i've played the damsel in distress falling from a building in a vehicle in season four uh, people may have seen me screaming my lungs out on that one on kevin smith's episode which was a great great uh pleasure to work with kevin smith again um but most most recognizable uh, i think a lot of people may have seen me in the uh, post-apocalyptic film uh 2012 with uh director roland emmerich um and i played the indian scientist in that film where i was a geological scientist um, that one really meant a lot to me to be able to play in what is, I think, today the largest budgeted, fe- well, held the title for the largest f- uh, budgeted feature film in Canadian history at $300 million. And it was, and I'm pretty sure it is still today, the highest grossing natural disaster film of all time. Um, I just love those kinds of movies. You know, you don't really go there for the story, but you see everything blown up. Um, but yeah, 2012 was a, was a substantial one. Um, did I, you did you, were you like kill victim three or like what when did you die? Uh, I die in the tsunami towards the end ah. when everyone's loading the ark. <laughs> okay, so we, you lasted for a while. Yes, and then <laughs> and then um, my brother who who's Jimmy Mystery, fantastic guy. He calls uh, Chuoto Elijah Ford, who is obviously a. Uh, and a great actor he's uh, oscar nominated uh, to be able to work with a-list uh, mm-hmm. actors like he you know he was in 10 uh, 10 years a slave um he's been a tremendous amount of talent and to be able to do scenes with him was was a great pleasure but um but yeah so jimmy phones 
uh, Chuoto in the movie and says, you know, we didn't get picked up. And then we get drowned in a massive tsunami when the arc is getting loaded. And that's usually where everyone sees me crying and praying towards the tail end of it. Um, funny story about that one. Um, I asked Roland uh, if I if I could if for the death sequence, I could just die with my hands going up like this into water with a thumb to pay homage to to uh, Terminator. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't think my friend um, was that Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. Um, James Cameron. James Cameron. Cameron. He said, he said, he said, I don't yeah. think my friend James Cameron would appreciate that. <laughs> um, so we couldn't die that That's way, but we joke. did die. Now, Rajin, looking at your resume, I noticed that, uh, and again, I guess this is how any actor needs to have their resume laid out. It shows your skills and all that dialects and things that you mm-hmm. have. How much has that played into some of the characters that, uh, or some of the roles that you've been enlisted for? A tremendous amount. A tremendous amount. I, I am uh, an ethnic actor and an ethnic performer here in, in Vancouver. Um, a, a significant amount of my work is uh, typecast, right? Um, and that's okay. In the first little bit, it was a little frustrating. And then as I grew as a performer, I understood that this is my line of work. It's it's something to embrace. It's not something to run away from. And some performers choose not to do it, and some performers do. And for each performer, it's it's your your story to your, your own career. Um, I feel that as a storyteller, it's a story to be told. Uh, and I feel empowered by doing it. Um, with that being said, with my resume, there is um, dialects that I can speak. I speak Hindi, I speak Punjabi, I've done roles in Pushtu, which is a dialect that I don't have a whole lot of knowledge uh, knowledge about, and that's Pushtu is the language of the people in Afghanistan um, and uh, the language that most Taliban terrorists would speak. And I've done roles in these kinds of... Um, films where I work with a dialect coach and I've worked with people from Afghanistan to really absorb the material to make sure that I'm 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 doing this properly so that I can represent um the culture and the and the performance properly to the best of my ability. So yes, uh, a, a significant amount of my my work I do play, mm-hmm. you know, these Taliban roles, the darker kind of characters. I've played different languages, I've played different types of characters in that retrospect. Um there, there's been yeah. a lot of attention focused on that of, of people playing out of type. I mean, and again, you mentioned the word typecast because I think generally that's kind of a, a bad term in the industry. And I'm going it back is. to the days of Gilligan. Sure. Gilligan got typecast sure. because he was Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. That's right. But you have to, I guess, again, the work is out there. You embrace it because there are roles for all types of people. And, mm-hmm. you know, you would rather have someone authentic playing to your heritage rather than somebody being disguised and trying to play to your heritage. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you want, if, if for example, I've played a nurse, I've played a doctor, I've played a scientist. Um, th- let's go back to the medical field. If I've played a doctor or, or a, a nurse or OBGYN, whoever I'm playing, and I have done these roles, there's generally a, a medical correspondent on set to make sure that I'm doing things properly. And even before we get into rehearsals, before we get into the performance, I try to address, uh, t- take a moment with these people to say, right. look, I would like for you to be as hard as you can possibly be on me. This is nothing personal. This is me to, as a storyteller, I want to tell the story properly. I don't want to have a hole in it. I, I want to, so if there's someone at home watching this, uh, let's say for a good doctor, uh, if they're watching this series and they're saying, I don't know if they're doing this right. And I know for a fact that everyone on Good Doctor, they are very, they're a great crew, great cast, and they know what, what they're doing is is the right way that they would do it in a hospital. You want to make sure that your performance is, is on point, right? Um, th- and so that's sort of 
you know, you respect the role when you take it to another level. Um, it's, it's a great deal of importance to me, you know? Um, is there yeah. much, um, is there much Bollywood work done in Vancouver? There was, there was, um, there was, uh, recently I, I, I decided to sort of distance myself from it. Sure. Um, it wasn't a path that I, I wanted to go towards. Uh, it was a few years ago and I, I was having some success with it, but there's with the way that our agreement works here in Vancouver with UBCP or union of British Columbia performers and the way that our, our protection and our, and our rights are, it's important to myself, not just, for myself but for other people that are going to be following after me that i pave or i'm trying to pave the way for the future right. uh, for um people of color in in our industry and if i can bring change then i'm going to bring it the way that i can try to do it and the way that i can say it best is the reason why i distanced myself from bollywood was because there are certain rules and regulations and protection uh, protections that a performer here in bc will, would be given um you know, and, and in other parts of the world, they don't have an agreement to protect the performers, right? Um, and knowledge is power. I, I don't really know a whole lot of that industry, so I'm not just going to throw them under the bus. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I, I sit down and I'll watch it daily with my mom. She loves it. Um, I, I think it's beautiful. But at the same time, we have to make sure that we're taking work that is safe for everyone, right? Um, and so if, if I feel unsafe, I'm not going to take that work, right? What would you say is the dream role? What what role awaits you that oh. you haven't had a sniff at yet, but uh, you're question. sticking around until <laughs> I get a call? Well, if we have the casting directors in Vancouver, BC, or anywhere around the world listening to this, uh, the childhood dream would be a recurring lead on a television series or a lead in, tele uh, in a feature film. Uh, that's always been a goal since I, I started. Um, I understand that it takes... Uh, years of work and dedication to be able to, uh, you know, be in front of a client and represent uh, a, an industry or a television series or a story like that. Um, but I, f I feel like that would be an incredible dream, you know. So it, 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 everyone shoots for the lead, and, and a lead would be a, a fantastic spot. But from my experience, I think a supporting lead is also a, a fantastic story to be told also. Um, so anything in and along those lines, supporting lead or recurring lead yeah. in, a, in a television series. Um, I'm also an advocate for diversity, inclusion, and, and equal opportunity for all races, and regardless of what your skin color is. Um, and I think that um, the world is starting to open their eyes on this subject matter that, you know, I, a, a person like myself with an Indian name doesn't need to be um, a taxi cab driver. I don't need to be a nurse. I don't need to be a terrorist anymore. I, I am much, yes, I am yes. much more than that, you know, and it, as, as more conversations are have uh, that we have about diversity and inclusion and equal opportunity in this industry, I think we're starting to see, especially on the breakdowns, I'm starting to see when these um, auditions are coming in, uh, a lot of the casting directors are saying, you know, please to the agents are saying, please submit uh, regardless of what we're looking for, even if it says, if, if, if the breakdown does say, you know, Caucasian male, um, regardless of race or ethnicity, yeah. if you feel your talent fits the, fits the demographic of what we're looking for to tell the story. Now, suddenly I can read 
for a Caucasian lead. I can read for supporting, reoccurring on, on course, the school. Right? I commend so, you for, I, I actually commend you right? for bringing that because a lot of our listeners have probably thought about that. And mm. um, I've come to the conclusion myself is that it's not so much about diversity in, in my mind as an inclusion, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, they're, they're used like in, interhandedly, but I mean, inclusion is like you're included, right? Like you're part of, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't Absolutely. matter, right? So it's different about being, oh, because diversity kind of reminds me of being different, right? Like, sure. oh, we want something different. But what, no, you doesn't matter. Like, yeah. To be included. To, to be everything. inclusive. Yeah, yeah. Sort included, of a, Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I think being, that's a message. Sure. Just be in the conversation as we all should. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Raj Lal, it's been a pleasure. How can people find you on social media? I'm very active on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I've got a, a, a significant following on there. If anybody looks up actor Raj Lal, I'll be probably the first person out there. If anybody's got any questions, comments, anyone looking for any help, on their career, or if anyone's got any questions on how to get started or anything, I've always, always said if I can't push through, then I'm going to try to make myself available to help the next generation push push through, just like my mentors have helped me with my career. So if anybody needs anything, reach out to me on Instagram. Very active. Send me a message. Uh, I love you all. Yeah. yeah. You're a good man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Thank brother. You. Cheers. Cheers.